Welcome to Roadmap to One Million. My name is Stacey Zeal, and if you're looking to make more money, gain your time back, and rapidly grow your visibility so that you can impact way more people with your brilliance, you're in the right place. This podcast is your one-stop shop for turning your online business dreams into a reality. My main goal is to give women entrepreneurs just like you the marketing strategies, guidance, and expert insights you need to hit that million-dollar milestone and beyond. Whether you're a coach, a consultant, or an online brand that wants to make a big impact, Roadmap to One Million gives you the actionable strategies and inspiration you need so that you can implement right away, no fluff, no fuss. So CEO, are you ready to buckle up and celebrate your growth? Be sure to follow the show and let's dive in. Get ready to uncover your Roadmap to One Million. Hey there, fellow entrepreneurs. Are you doing all the things but hit a revenue ceiling? You're building an audience, you're creating content and making sales, but you feel like something is holding you back from your next milestone. If that sounds like you, it's time to take our What's Your Missing Marketing Link quiz, your go-to tool to identify what's missing from your marketing strategy that might be holding back your business growth. Whether it's fixing your funnel or diversifying your efforts, this quiz will pinpoint those marketing missteps and guide you to success. Take the quiz today and uncover the missing link in your path to seven figures and beyond. So head over to stacyzeal.co slash quiz because success begins with identifying and fixing those mistakes. So don't miss out. Your business deserves to have the impact you desire. Visit stacyzeal.co slash quiz. That's S-T-A-C-Y-Z-E-A-L dot C-O slash quiz to get a detailed report and the resources you need to help you grow. All right, let's jump back into the episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Roadmap to One Million. I am your host, Stacey Zeal, and I am super excited for you to be here for another episode of the podcast, Roadmap to One Million, which is all about helping you as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, to understand what is it going to take really, marketing-wise, to take your business to the next level. Because I know that you created a business because you want to create an impact. I know you created a business because you want to be able to live the life you want. And I want to be able to use my 13 years of marketing experience, my experience working with very large brands, as well as very small brands, and give you the insight that you need to be able to grow. If you are new to the show, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Make sure that you are following the show because we have new episodes come out every week. And if you are have been here before and you're a returning guest, thank you so much for coming back. I'm grateful that you tune into the show, that you leave reviews, that you share it with your friends, all the things. So make sure that if you have a biz bestie or a colleague that you think would benefit from learning the real strategies, systems, and support you need marketing-wise to scale, definitely make sure you share this with them, share the show with them so that they can tap in and get this information too. So in today's episode, we this is a part two of last week's episode where we're talking about the four key ingredients to your million-dollar marketing strategy. And last week, we talked about two. So in today's episode, in the part two, we're going to talk about the other two key ingredients. So if you haven't listened to the last episode, definitely make sure after you listen to this one, you listen to the last one. They are not necessarily in order, uh, you know, in a sequential order, right? So you can listen to this one, finish this one, and make sure you go back and listen to the other one. But then also... We're going to talk about what you really need to focus on to scale, to focus on in your marketing specifically if you want to hit seven figures and beyond. We're going to talk about why you need to priority prioritize these key ingredients to scale. And I'm going to talk about how to uncover which of these components you need to focus on now that's going to make the biggest impact in your business. And so if you want to uncover which of these four ingredients you need to focus on to grow your business that will make the most impact, 
head over to take this quiz that I created. It's called What's Missing in Your Million Dollar Marketing Strategy. And you go through that and you're going to get some personalized results. You're going to get a comprehensive report on how to, on what you need to focus on right now. So go to stacyzeal.co slash quiz to take the quiz. It's also linked in the show notes and you'll get your custom report. Okay. So in part one, we talked all about the two two of the four ingredients. And it's really about having a layered lead system and multifaceted marketing as part of your strategy. And both of these ingredients are key to generating leads and growing your visibility, getting people into your world. How do you get people into your, to your world in a variety of different ways? And so this series, this part, these last two are more so about really kind of like, what do you, what do you need to do after someone comes into your world? So after you get the leads, after you grow your audience, what do you need to really focus on? So if you're getting leads, but you're not hitting your sales goals, or you have a highly engaged audience and you need to convert more of them into sales, this is the part that's really going to speak to you. So again, make sure you go back and listen to part one after you listen to this one. So let's jump in. Let's talk about the first thing. So the first thing that we're going to talk about today is having an optimized customer journey. And so what does that mean? Your customer journey is really the the way in which you move people closer to the sale. And so I want you to picture this. I want you to picture a bridge. You have your lead is on one side of the bridge. On the other side is your offer. The job of your marketing is to get everybody who steps up to your bridge, all the information that they need to take little steps over across this bridge to your offer. Because your offer is what's going to set them on the path that they need to take to be able to get to where they want to go. But we have to get people to in that mindset and we have to answer all the questions, overcome all the objections that people have about your about working with you before they, you know, before they invest in your offer. So that's what your customer journey is like. It's like I like to tell people it's like what's that journey that people go on from I have no idea who you are to please take my money. People may be stepping up into your world, stepping up to your bridge, but do you have to guide them to the sale? So this is about converting more of your existing audience into sales by improving your marketing funnel. And so let me tell you, so a lot of people end up skipping this. And let me tell you a story. So let me paint the picture for you. So I have a client who has built a super engaged audience. Her audience loves everything that she does. They, but she's not getting the, she's not hitting the sales number she wants. Because we haven't really mapped out what is that customer journey looks like. Like, how are we moving people from just following us on Instagram and being super engaged and loving what we do to actually making, to becoming clients or signing up for your membership or signing up for your course or become booking a call with you, right? So this is what, you know, this is one of the things that illustrates where marketing stops and sales begins, right? Marketing gets people into your world. It moves people closer to the sale. So your get your customer journey is moving people through closer to your sales activity, whether that's booking a call or just purchasing something outright, right? That's what we're talking about here. And a lot of people skip this step because they don't want to feel salesy. And I have literally heard, I don't want to feel salesy in the last few meetings I've had with clients and some prospects and some, you know, some, some summits that I've done. So many people don't want to feel salesy. And to that, I say, listen, you are doing something incredible and people need to know about it. And this is not an understatement to say that my clients are literally changing the world. 
as someone who is doing something incredible, you out there listening, you are doing something incredible. People need to know how to work with you. You have to tell people what to, to do next. You need to tell people how to work with you. You can't just expect people to just know what to do next or know what your offer is. And so I talk about my course and my retainer work a lot. And people still ask me, do I do Google, do I do Google, Google ads, right? Or people still like, oh, hey, she's a Google ads person. Well, she's an ads person. She'll help you figure it out, right? But either way, so I talk about what I have to do, what my offers a lot. And people still get confused. And so either way, you as a business owner, like whether that is something like you're not making enough offers, like you're not telling enough people, like you're building an audience and you're not telling people to take that next step, or you have a leak in your funnel. I literally went through my funnel unintentionally. It had nothing to do with this episode, nothing to do in me outlining this episode. This outline was done and ready to be recorded before I even did this. But I started to go through my marketing funnel because I was like, you know what? I got some new testimonials in lately. Let me go through my quiz, my marketing funnel that leads people to my course. So I said, let me go through my funnel that leads people to my course because I have some new testimonials in and I want to add some stuff. And I saw broken links or on services, uh, software that we no longer use, right? I had some, you know, I went through and I updated some information because I'm like, I talk about this a little differently now. I have different analogies. I have tons of live videos that I've done, more recent podcast episodes that I've done that talk to this topic. So I really kind of went through my marketing funnel to figure out like, where are people, like what's going on here? Like, how do I get more people closer to the sale? How do I get more people to go through that journey? Because if your funnel has leaks in it, people are dropping out. They're not even making it to the offer like my email sequence that I had, right? You click on a broken link. Are you really, really going to take do that much due diligence to go find it, right? People are going to say, oh, that's an excuse for me not to do this. That link's not working, right? Or they get distracted. They do other things, right? So when you don't optimize your customer journey, you don't pay attention to what that journey looks like for your customers. When you don't pay attention to that journey that customers take, when you don't optimize your customer journey, you are risk having low conversion rates, which means you have to put in this more effort to get the same results. Because if people are falling off before they can make it to the book a call with you link, then that's a problem, right? They're not even given the opportunity to make it all the way there because there's a hole somewhere. Or there's something in your marketing funnel that you're not addressing. Like for example, I people, when I talk about Facebook ads, one of the things I that I post a lot and I was like, don't boost posts. Boosting posts is a waste of money. And I continuous, and the reason I post that a lot is because I come across people who are boosting posts all the time. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize that I shouldn't be boosting posts. Or people think like, oh, this is a, mar like boosting posts is running ads. Like that, yeah, I'm running ads. I don't need a course. I don't need somebody to tell me how to boost a post because I'm already doing that. And so I wrote an email about that. Because I realized, I'm like, I talk about that on social media, but I don't talk about that in my email sequence. So I very well may have people on my email list are thinking like, oh, yeah, I don't need to, you know, buy a course on Facebook ads. I understand exactly. I, I'm boosting posts, you know, where I boosted posts before and ads don't work for me. So they've written it off, right? So I put that into my welcome sequence. So you want to make sure that you're going through and optimizing your customer journey. When you don't optimize your funnel, people are going to just start falling off. They're not making it to the sale. So you're going to struggle to convert leads into paying clients as you stay, as you scale. 
because you cannot have one-on-one -on -one manual conversations with everybody that comes into your world as you get bigger. Meaning when you're in scale mode, you're trying to increase what you're, you're trying to increase, exponentially increase your sales. Having all those one-on-one -on -one conversations with everybody who wants to buy your course or enroll in your membership is going to start to be cumbersome and overwhelming for you, right? And so you need to make sure that you have that customer journey in place so that way you're not having to do all this manual effort. But then you also make sure that people are getting their questions answered, right? The common objections that people have are answered. You don't have to keep trying to educate people on the same thing. So your customers who are dropping off in the sales price process are unlikely to return. So that hinders your growth and your profitability. But when you do start to optimize your marketing funnel, you start to get better results with less, less effort. More people actually that are coming into your world, more people that are stepping up to your bridge are actually making it across the bridge and they're not falling off because of a gaping hole in the middle of the bridge, right? More people know how to buy from you. And like I have a, I have a, a mastermind that I'm in my, and he said, the guy says all the time, if you want to make more sales, you need to make more offers. If you want to make more sales, you need to make more offers. Wrapped in this, this one in a bow, you need to make sure that anybody that's coming into your world, anybody that's stepping up to your bridge, they have all the information that they need to take each step across that bridge and then they can enroll into your offer, right? Because again, if you want to make more sales, you got to make more offers. You got to make sure that more people are getting to the actual offer, okay? All right, so that's optimized customer journey. Last piece, ingredient four of four that we're talking about in this series is dynamic delegation. And dynamic delegation is really the art of assigning tasks strategically to maximize your efficiency. But what this means for you and taking out all of the, 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 the big language here is like you need to let your team do their job, right? You have a marketing team. You have people in your organization that are responsible for marketing. And if you have your hand in every aspect of your marketing, it will stunt your growth because you are going to get busier. Clients, the client, you know, you need more clients. Client delivery needs, you know, needs your attention. The first thing that goes is marketing. I know that from working with very large organizations and working with very small organizations is that the first thing to go tends to be the marketing which is crazy because we need marketing to get us the sales. We need marketing to get people to step up to and cross the bridge, right? And so you need to figure out, like, how do I start to remove myself from the marketing? This will help you to free up your time so you can focus on more strategic investments and CEO level tasks. So the reason that people kind of skip this is... The main reason I hear that people skip this as CEOs are thinking like, oh, well, I need to continue to have all my hands in the marketing is because no one can sound, you say no one can sound like me. So you're going to continue to write all your emails, write all your social media captions because nobody can get your brand voice. Nobody can sound like you. And so that I call BS, right? I call BS <laughs> because the CEO of Zappos is not writing every social media post, but it still sounds like Zappos. CEO of Amazon is not writing all their social media captions not writing their emails. Not even the director of marketing is writing their emails. Probably not even a marketing manager is writing their emails, right? So there's layers of people that have to, that, 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 are, that your marketing has to go through before they reach the CEO, right? When I was working at Zappos, the CEO did not have a hand in the ads that were going out. 
They weren't looking at all the ads. They weren't approving all the copy, right? And if you're someone who really wants to understand more about writing and brand voice, definitely go back and listen to the episode a couple episodes ago with um, Sarah Jane Burt. That episode was really great in talking about copy, writing better copy for your business, and being able to kind of really like, you know, free yourself up from having to write all your stuff. But one of the things we also do, especially as Black women, we have a superhero complex. And it makes us feel like we have to do everything, right? Nobody else can get it right. I have to do it. Or I want to burden somebody else, you know, or I can do it faster, right? But there is a pot, things will be great, right? People can write great captions for you. Your team can execute great marketing for you without you having a hand in it, in every single thing. Maybe you play a piece of it, right? Maybe, you know, where you're at in business right now, you have someone who's helping you out with scheduling posts and those kinds of things. And that's great. But eventually you want to get to a point where they can actually write the social media captions and then you can just prove them, right? Until you get to a point where they can actually start posting it without you. So there are things that you can do. So don't feel like you got to do all of this yourself. And this skipping, not delegating is hurting your business because when you get busy, you become the bottleneck. And your team is waiting for you to write content or add your contributions. But because you're busy, your team can't do their job. And marketing, honestly, it has to happen 24-7, whether you're busy or not. Content has to be created. Blogs have to be posted. Numbers have to get pulled, even when you're busy with client work. Okay? And so when you start to delegate, I pulled some stats for y'all. I'm not even going to tell you, you know, my I've already told you what I think about delegating. But here are some stats to throw at you. Businesses that effectively delegate experience a 33% higher growth rate, according to Harvard Business Review. Entrepreneurs who delegate are 70% more likely to see their business grow, according to Forbes. Businesses that encourage delegation are 50% more likely to outgrow their competitors, according to Inc. Entrepreneurs who delegate have 33% more time to focus on strategic activities, according to Small Business Trends. So delegating is super important. So to recap, the four key ingredients that you need to scale your business that are components of your million-dollar marketing strategy are an optimized customer journey, dynamic delegation, a layered lead system, and a multifaceted marketing mix. And so those last two, if you haven't listened to part one, you definitely want to make sure that you listen to those so you can really start to understand what those are about. But when you focus your marketing on the most impactful areas, you will see exponential growth because all of these things are important, right? All of these things are important, but you don't need to focus on everything at the same time. When we focus on everything at the same time, nothing grows, right? Or we just start inching along. But if we can really like plug in and focus on optimizing that customer journey. And then when you know that, when you have that optimized, you're at that place where you're like, okay, it's running, it's making sales, it's, you know, moving smooth. Then you can focus on getting how you get more leads into your system. Those kinds of things create exponential growth. And if you want to know which area you need to focus on right now to make the biggest impact, go to stacyzeal.co slash quiz to take our marketing quiz and get a detailed report. All right, y'all. That's what I got for you on this episode. Make sure you're following the show if you're not already. Make sure you have left us a review or you share with a friend. We appreciate your feedback. We appreciate you sharing it with other people. And I'll see y'all on the next episode. OMG, that episode was packed with gems. Are you ready for more? 
head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast to get the show notes and to sign up to get our top five podcast episodes to help you streamline your marketing so you can make this your million dollar year. Head over to stacyzeal.co slash podcast.